ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber, and joining me is the dynamic Dwayne Davis. Hey, everybody. You know him. He is the greatest co-host in the world, and I will fight anybody who wants to disagree <laughs> with me. I mean, period. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do like the whole uh, Stephen Crowder thing, have the sign that says, Dwayne Davis co-host, prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put that on there. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> so, I uh, hope everybody's been doing all right. Um, today, we are going to be discussing kind of an interview that Becky Lynch did the other day, you know, a few days ago, and she was discussing the the rosters, the respective women's rosters from the WWE compared against the AEW and what she had to say. Uh, it's kind of rough with some feathers, what it sounds like. Yeah, a little bit. From what I've seen on Twitter, yeah, some people have people have had quite a bit to say about it. Uh, well, Becky, I don't, you know, your haircut, like Dwayne said, makes you look like you came out of the movie Blade Runner. <laughs> and nothing against the movie, nothing against your haircut, but you know, I'm and not just not my thing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but besides that, I mean, what else has been going on? I mean, I've been so. Once again, I'm just um, completely out of it. Let's see. AEW announced, this was last week, actually, on Dynamite. AEW announced that uh, they are doing a joint pay-per-view with New Japan Pro Wrestling called Forbidden Door. It's going to be... Um, I did see a little bit about that. In yeah. June. So that's that's going to be pretty awesome because you're going to get some matchups you never thought you'd see. Um. Supposed to get supposed to get more hear more about that. I'm sure it'll ramp up after. Um, I'm sure we'll hear hear some things trickling in from AEW, but I'm sure it'll probably ramp up after AEW's next pay per view, which CM Punk is in the main event of Double or Nothing. He okay. uh, gets a title shot against Adam Page. You think Punk's going to turn? I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I would some, say it's too early to be honest with you, but yeah, some people are are thinking that Adam Page's title run has been a bust. I don't. I think it's been, I think it's been a progression. You know, the storyline went. We had this two year storyline of him chasing the title. He wins the title. Now he's growing as a champion, and like each match, you can tell he's getting co- more comfortable as champion. There's two ways they could go about doing this. They could. They could have Adam Page beat CM Punk, which solidifies him as a credible world champion because then he would have beaten Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, and CM Punk. He beat All Kenny three. Omega to win, to win the title, and then Danielson and Punk to retain. Or, <clears throat> because Eddie Kingston and CM Punk still, you know, they had that great match you know, at the, the pay-per-view, um, but they're still taking shots at each other. Like CM right. Punk had a had a, a, a promo last night, and he said that uh, he's never been in a locker room with you know the type of talent and respect that he sees in AEW. He said, except for Eddie Kingston, he still sucks. But <laughs> basically, something like something to that extent. And oh, that's I awesome. feel like that they're sowing, there's they're still keeping those breadcrumbs out there to lead back to another match. So what if Punk beats Page and somewhere down the line, Eddie Kingston, after he's done with his Chris Jericho feud, gets a shot at the title and Eddie Kingston beats Punk? 
to be you know AEW what? World Champion. I like that kind of booking because yeah. I mean we're well we're both old school because we remember it's like okay, Dusty may beat Tully or Tully may beat Dusty, mm-hmm. and so it seems like it's kind of ended. But they're always saying, by the way, I haven't forgotten about you. Exactly. I've moved yeah. on to something else temporarily, but I haven't forgotten about you. Right. And I, I, I could see that, and that would be good, especially I love Eddie Kingston. I would love to see him win the world title. Even if, he only, even if he's only like a transitional champion, the run doesn't have to be long. I think for Eddie, everything he's done for wrestling, I think winning a world title would be enough. In a way, he's kind of like a... Um, I would compare him to Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, even yep. if it's not a long title run. Right. You know, even if it's not. Earned, yeah. Because he, Eddie, Eddie Kingston is so respected by mm-hmm. everybody in wrestling for, you know, he's been doing this 20 plus years and most of it until he got to AEW. Um, other than when he was in impact wrestling, which he was more of a manager there. It's been on the independent scene. So, right. you know, he's on a weekly televised, wrestling show you know and the the number two wrestling show in the world really <coughs> and uh it'd be great to see him win the world title yeah the mick foley comparison i like that yeah because i mean um uh, that's about the best thing i can think of because i mean foley went from you know he was i don't i don't want to say necessarily an indie king because he, he wrestled a little bit on the indies but then he was in World, well, he was in USWA or whatever it was called. He yep. was in Memphis. Then yep. he was in World Class. And then he came to, oh, he was in Continental for a bit. Then he came yep. to um, WCW. In, well, uh, he was in, yeah, he was in WCW. Then he left there, went to ECW. Uh, and then finally ended up in, you know, WWE, you know, a second time because right. his rookie year he was there. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> I remember, you know, and I remember yeah. when that match first came on, I didn't realize who he was until later on yeah, the, show I, the match. And I'm like, yeah. I remember that match. Yeah. And I remember the Bulldogs beating the crap out of him too. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and, and then he walked in the dressing room the way he talked about that's in his book. And he, you know, he walked in the dressing room and they thought that he was going to start swinging at him. Yeah. Um, but he just said, Oh, thank you for the match. Because he couldn't move his mouth. Um, yeah. And you know, it's when I was uh, Kingston. He is from Rochester, New York, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm I'm also thinking this is another kind of a comparison. Um, is Roch? I'm trying to see how far Rochester is from Buffalo. Um, it's about an hour and nine minutes, roughly. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, I'm going to guess probably like what it would be if you had to drive back to Hoptown right now. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, so um, very famous band from Buffalo who had many albums out before they finally hit a big. When they hit a big, I mean, they hit a huge Goo Goo Dolls. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They had a, yeah, they had a lot of albums before they hit it big. Yep. Because their, uh, their bass player was actually the one singing lead. And oh, okay. Yeah, and then when they switched to Johnny Resnick singing lead, I, I think mm-hmm. maybe. Plus, I mean, he he kind of had more of that that look. Yeah, you know? um, yeah, he had more of that rock star look. Yeah, than the bassist did. Yeah, and 
you know, of course, they had the one song name. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then their next album came out and just blew up. I mean, that's yeah. the one that had Iris. Iris. And, yeah, Sympathy yeah. and all these other songs. And it's like, okay, that's, and they've been a staple ever since. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's kind of the same thing. They had so many albums out. They never thought they would hit all of them. Yep. And they just, right about when other bands would have quit, <coughs> you know, they would yeah. call it a day. They say, okay, we're not going to reach that. And they kept going. And yeah. of course it is actually kind of funny. This is like around 2004 or five uh, on 4th of July weekend. They actually had a, they put on a concert in Buffalo and it was outdoors mm-hmm. and the rain started pouring and it poured oh. hard. And, and this, and you could actually see there's a, and they were filming it. Um, but whenever Resnick was singing, of course the crowd's into it, the bass player, he would actually come out and start singing too, you know, his lead and the crowd's like, ah, okay. You had a couple of people who remember the old stuff, but I mean, yeah. and it's not that he was a bad singer, but I mean, and he's a good bass player, but yeah, but that's Kingston kind of reminds me of that, you know, yeah. he paid his dues Yep. and, you know, give him the number one because the Goo Goo Dolls, they had a number one song, you know, after mm-hmm. years and years of trying Kingston the same way. I mean, after years and years of being on the Indies and now he's got that brass ring and he's rolling with it and I don't blame him. Yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I'd like to see him and Punk go at it again, um, you know, especially for the title. If he beats Punk for the title, like I said, even if it is a short reign, yeah, he's still, you can say, former world champion, Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Uh, but Eddie Kingston's not a woman, and that's what really what we came here to talk <laughs> about. <laughs> so, But before we get to talk about that, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and give some contact and listening info for anyone who so desires. Uh, if you'd like to email us about any, anything at all, really, you, you know, you have a topic idea. If you want to tell us that we're great, if you want to tell us that we suck, you don't email us. Um, <laughs> I mean, we, <clears throat> have um, yeah. but you know, it's at armchair booking podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchair booking podcast. Just, you know, just search for it and you can find it. Uh, you can find us on Instagram also at armchair booking podcast, find us on, on Twitter at booking armchair because of TikTok at armchair booking. And you can also find us on obviously on YouTube. If you're watching this, you should already know that on the audio platform. We are on just about any audio platform mm-hmm. that you can think of, especially since we just switched from block talk radio over to Spreaker. Spreaker opened up a whole lot of other world. I didn't even know about. I mean, literally there's a platform in India. I had no idea about, hmm. and we're on there and we've had people yeah. listening. <coughs> excuse me no which i think is really really cool yeah yep uh and now i will say some of the ones we've uploaded to you know we had to put on a new stream um i think google podcast is on a little bit of delay it even says you know it may be a few weeks before it starts showing up okay yeah but uh but we are back on iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, i'm so sorry (laughs) you no longer suck i mean and and like I, I was telling Dwaylen yesterday uh, or a couple of days ago, I think there were, or maybe even Justin from Jay and Trey or Justin and Trey, uh, I think the reason why it stopped because they had an agreement, and I don't know this for sure, I'm just speculating. They had an agreement because Spreaker is actually owned by Our Heart Radio. Okay. And so when they went with that, all of a sudden, that's when the other feed stopped updating. Okay. This new, yeah, this new feed has everything and it's been updating because i check them every time uh and i do this for obviously for business reasons to make sure our stuff is mm-hmm. you know, when we do an episode i'd like for it to right. be available and yeah. you know i prefer apple podcast because i have an iphone but dwaylon doesn't you have is it, is it a galaxy uh, 
I, I have a Galaxy. I use uh, Amazon Music, and uh, we're on there. Yep. The, I see the Kane, the discussion about Yes, Kane. and that's the one. Uh, now, <clears throat> if you see one that says Armchair Booking Podcast Archived, that is the old feed. It's still it's still there. It hasn't completely disappeared yet. It will hopefully here soon. I'll be able to you know, take it off, be gone, because uh, I really don't see once once I know Spreaker is running, there's no more issues. Mm-hmm. The old one will be gone. Yeah. You know, I do want to thank Block Talk. I mean, because they, they, they were great. It's just. Yeah. 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 I mean, didn't, didn't have any complaints. So uh, Spreaker just happens to offer me a little bit of a better deal and everything is one stop shopping. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and somehow I got an eyelash in my mouth. <laughs> hmm, you ever do that? That's just horrible. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so if we're not there, if you, if you use Google Podcasts to listen, well, if you're using a Google Podcast listen, you probably won't hear this anyway. But just if we're, if you people do contact me, if you know somebody who listens to it through Google and they're saying, hey, it's not showing up, just let them know it should be soon. It has been submitted. Uh, because like Amazon, it actually took a few days for it to finally show up. Stitcher, I, was, I finally got that fixed, that issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I had to put on the new feed. Well, then it wasn't showing up. And then contacted them and the guy said, well, I can see it just fine. I was like, well, I can't. He's like, well, lock, like it. Yeah. Right, lock, lock off, lock back on. I did. I, I've even deleted the app and reinstalled it, and it still <laughs> showed up. Finally, he looked at me and said, oh, he said, somehow it was set to private. Oh, so, okay. So he fixed it, and boom, we are showing up back on Stitcher again. Okay. Yep, so also showing up on Podbay, uh, because actually Ted, uh, Ted the Hillbilly Hill, actually, if you look at him now, his Twitter name, it actually says, shoot name Ted Hill. Yeah, or Hill, H I L L. That dude, he was so awesome. <laughs> he was, and that was such. A, that was a that was a fun interview. I mean, it really yeah. was. Um, but you know, I mean, it's been such a joy just getting us on all those audio platforms because uh, it has been now. I mean, here in a couple months, the podcast will be two years old, and Joellen would have been with us for a year, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's pretty wild. And yeah. Um, and here soon you might see a different logo. I know hope, you know, uh, Dwellen's wife has talked to a friend of hers, apparently mm-hmm. who can, you know, <coughs> something for us. and so I'm like, you know what new platform or yeah, new platform, new host, go for it. Yeah. You know, we can have a new logo and we'll keep the old one for t-shirt sake, yep. but, um, and you know, speaking of merch, you can find us on. Uh, tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast and a couple other social media things you can find Dwaylon on twitter at fat underscore daddy 73 yep and he also has another youtube channel that him and his wife run they call it big and fat hope is big mama not to be confused mm-hmm. with the northern wrestling federation's big mama <laughs> right and they have met they have met yeah. on the screen yep you know so uh, they are aware of each other, um, and Dwaylon is Fat Daddy, just like the Twitter handle. Yeah, makes just sense. Like the Twitter handle. Yep. And uh, he has been—you kind of put it on a little bit of a hiatus. I know. Um, yeah, we just got busy with stuff and just just didn't have the time to put into it. But we're gonna we're gonna get that started back up. We've got a few a few ideas yep. to get that going again. So. Yep. Uh, and Look I'm looking for some new episodes soon. We're on YouTube, especially if you're eating a whole bunch of hot crap again. And (laughs) (laughs) 
y'all need to see this go look up for you know um big and fat on youtube also not to be confused with big fat b i uh is it yes yeah, b i double g f a double t yes underscore big fat underscore that is our friend chris that is yeah. his tiktok with him and his million and a half followers yeah a uh, really good friend of ours and we are very happy to see that mm-hmm. um, you know, and he's actually <clears throat> going on tour with that. Yeah, I've seen some stuff he's been doing <laughs> oh, on, on Facebook. But, and he also supports us, you know, and and also, speaking of support and speaking of other social media or other podcasts or whatever uh, you want to call it, uh, I actually created another podcast called Cubicle Chat. And that is a, it's not about wrestling. I mean, we could discuss some wrestling, but I'm trying to keep it to where we discuss other things because I'll be able to realize this. Dwayne and I are not just wrestling guys. Because <laughs> <I mean, laughs> uh, uh, depending on who you talk to, uh, I'm pretty sure you've experienced this. Some people refer to me as the wrestling guy or the wrestling podcast guy. I found that at work. Sometimes they, they oh, that's the guy that has the wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and they're not doing me in an insulting way. They're like, oh, no. that's, you know, you have a podcast. You know, it's pretty cool. And they've actually asked me how to start one and things like that. Uh, but sometimes I want to talk about something a little different. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, because Dwayne and I, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know if maybe by some people's standards, you refer to us as educated, but we were educated. I mean, we, mm-hmm. you know, we've been through college um, and I've done a lot of world traveling and Dwayne is just a walking encyclopedia of knowledge. <laughs> I, I referred to you as that yesterday, by the way. Because, <laughs> yeah. When, once you listen, you'll hear it. Um, but yeah, cause I actually had Justin from TNC sports talk, you know, also known as Justin and Trey. I had him on the podcast yesterday and we were just discussing just podcasting, mm-hmm. you know, um, a little bit of wrestling, but it had more to do with our podcasting and how it's led us to interact with a lot of the wrestlers from like the NWF. Right. You know, and how we were able to interview Chris Harris. Of course, they've also had Chris Harris. And then we were able to interview Buff Bagwell mm-hmm. and they've interviewed other non, I mean, because their podcast is more focused on just overall sports sports. Yeah. And, and he says wrestling is a sport. That's why they, mm-hmm. yep. yeah, they include in there. And some, I haven't even been able to catch all their interviews, but some of the people they've had on there, I actually had to ask him, like, how did you get, you know, I mean, how are you finding these people? Uh, well, for one thing, a lot of it's Trey, because I call him fearless Trey. Trey will contact anybody. He does not care. Yeah. You know, it does not bother him the least. He's like, reject gotcha. me. Oh, oh, well, I'll move on. Yeah. You know? Take a shot. Yep. And he, Trey, he does. And, you know, but say they've had uh, David Fletcher, I believe he was a former Bengal. He actually played on the last Bengals team that had been to the Super Bowl. Okay. And um, I, I want to say he also was with the Raiders for a bit, but um, but then they also had a current Raiders cheerleader mm-hmm. on the show. She's also an actress, and she was on um, that Pamela and Tommy Lee show on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, that one I haven't watched it yet, uh, but I've seen the other Pamela and Tommy Lee show. But we <laughs> <laughs> that's not very family friendly. But we yeah, talk, we yeah. actually talked about that too, and it's like, yep, like okay. Um, but they've had sports writers on there. I mean, and so their show uh, is really, really good. So definitely gonna check those out. But yet when Justin and I, we would just, we talked about just podcasting in general, pros and cons of it. You know, some of the, uh, the different challenges, you know, we compare mm-hmm. like the different platforms and, you know, um, 
I, and I, I'm amazed at the product they put out because I mean, he does Justin, he <coughs> a very good quality product. Right. And that's his goal. And he has other goals. I mean, and I, and I like that, you know, he'd like to do this for a living. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, that'd be great. You know, you could earn X amount of money by waking up and this is what you do two, three hours a day. Um, and, you know, and so that probably, you know, some days be more, some days be yeah. less, but yeah, because you, know, you still have to do your research and mm-hmm. because you have to know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but if you want to listen to that episode, just go search for a cubicle uh, chat uh, and you better find it on Twitter. It's cubicle underscore chat. And on Facebook, it's just keeping a chat. I don't have an Instagram set up for it yet. Next week, my special guest is going to be this man right here. Me. <laughs> and you already know the topic. I know you were actually yep. going to be on there yesterday, um, but yep. you had an obligation that you found out about <laughs> or you'd forgotten about. I, it. Yeah, I'd completely forgot about it mm. until my wife reminded me. And I'm like, crap. Yep. And I'm, and like me, you know, Dwayland doesn't like being punched in the face by his wife. No. Yeah. So. Uh, so sometimes you just got a family's come first obligations come first, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, I was very grateful that I just hit up Justin because he is, he's not out of work. He's just injured and he can't work. And he normally works oh, second okay. shift. You know, so he was, I said, Hey, what are you doing between this time? And so he, he's like, nothing. I said, Hey, you want to come on? So, but Dwellin's going to be in there. We're scheduling for next week. I have other guests set up as well. Like our friend, Alan, I was talking to him today. Oh. Um, he and I, you know, I was like, well, we probably might discuss, excuse me, like military type stuff. Yeah. You know, even yeah. though, cause I mean, obviously, you know, we knew each other before the military and, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, it's kind of comparing our careers, you know, things yeah. like that. Right. You know, so definitely go check that out. You can actually email that one also at cubiclechatpodcast at gmail.com. So, uh, but that's all of our links. And I think I got everybody. I think that's everything. Yep. Yeah. Because, uh, TNC to the Hillbilly Hill, the Hill Truth podcast. Go check it out. I'll go check out True Crime Cast and and their Bless Their Hearts uh, heart. podcast mm-hmm. um, because I those guys are great and their podcasts are very entertaining. So, and that was kind of the inspiration for me to do something besides wrestling because they wanted to do something besides crime because right. <laughs> you know you don't want to have murder on the brain all the time. Yeah, you got to have that palate cleanser. Um, That's actually exactly. Did you listen to the Bless Our Hearts today? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you know, yeah. Yeah. What you said? They're like, um, ah, yep. <laughs> he said palate well, cleanser. And Savannah, uh, my oldest daughter, Savannah, was um, she's been she's found Dateline on Peacock, so she's been watching that, and she'll watch it for a little while, and she's like, so then I throw on like, then she says she'll throw on like Saved by the Bell or something because she's like. You can only watch so much of that, and then you need something else. I'm like, exactly. You need a palate cleanser. I'm like, I mean, Mm -hmm. I watch stuff, you know, I watch stuff about serial killers, but then after a while, I got to switch it up because it's Mm -hmm. like, can't have that on the brain all day. Yep. Uh, So, uh, speaking of serial killers, did you know that once upon a time, there was a female serial killer in Mexico who was also a female wrestler? Actually, I believe I did read that somewhere. I cannot think of the. I can't remember the name I can't either. But, but she was not in AEW or WWE <laughs> because they don't. Neither one of them tolerate things like that. No. And I don't blame them. I mean, it just it gives your company a bad look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so this interview Becky Lynch did, and you sent me the link for it, and I was reading it, and what was your reaction when you read about what she was saying? 
part of it, I was like, oh, how much of this is in character and how much of this is her real thoughts? I mean, if this is her real thoughts, then I get it. She's telling the company line, you know. Yeah. She's got to, you know, she's got to take up for the company that she's working for. But um, I don't know. Like, just I won't read the whole thing because the article's a little long, but right. just, it's from, uh, she was a guest on, uh, it's uh, Drew uh, Garibo. It's a uh, live featured cut of the day. Um, and she talks about AEW's women's division and she believes WWE's women's division is on a whole different level. Uh, she said that AEW doesn't give their women the same opportunities that the WWE women get and says that and also said that the women in AEW aren't as talented as the women in the WWE division. I completely disagree with that. Exactly. Because AEW not only do they have their own homegrown talent, but they have talent from all over the world come in and work. Like right now they have um scheduled for um, next week's Dynamite is a unification match for the Ring of Honor Women's World Title because Mercedes Martinez is the interim women's champion. Diano Perrazzo is the official women's champion. Diano Perrazzo is coming to Dynamite to defend against uh, Mercedes Martinez to determine who is the one true Ring of Honor Women's World Champion. Mm. Deanna Perrazzo has been, I mean, since the day, pretty much since since her 90 day, her actually, her 30 days was up because she was an NXT talent uh, that she got released. She has been on a tear through women's wrestling. She is, uh, until this past, until this past weekend, she was the uh, AAA uh, women's champion. She's been the ring of she's been the uh, Impact Women's World Champion, current Ring of Honor Women's World Champion. Uh, Mercedes Martinez is like a legend in women's wrestling. She's won championships all over the independent circuit. I mean, she's the current interim ROH Women's World Champion. Um, Thunder Rosa is absolutely amazing. Yes, current, current AEW Women's World Champion. Um. <clears throat> The Ro- AEW's women's roster, you have Nala Rose, second ever AEW uh, <clears throat> women's champion. Amazing talent. Uh, Nala Rose is probably my favorite female wrestler right now. She is just amazing. Everything about her is like her in-ring work, just her presentation, her mic skills, all of it. Um, they've got Ruby Soho. They've got... Uh, Jamie Hayter, she's uh, from Britain. She's uh, aligned with Britt Baker. She's an amazing talent. Got Britt Baker. Uh, you know, um, for all intents and purposes, Britt Baker's still the face of the women's division. She is. You know, she doesn't have to have the, the belt <clears throat> to be. Exactly. Yeah. She's, got, she's built herself to be a big enough star where she's the face of the division with or without the title. Um, Tony In- Storm, who thought about retiring because WWE had, she had just felt like she lost herself working for WWE, decided to sign with AEW. 
and is shot, from, shot in the arm. Yeah, and yep. is having the time of her life. Uh, you've got Red Velvet. You've got Jade Cargill, who is uh, thirty and zero, who has never lost, who has never lost a match, and has been in her. You know, she's only been in AEW. She's a TBS champion. And she'll. Uh, did, you listen, <coughs> did you listen to her interview with Jericho and his podcast? Uh, I didn't. Um, well, she even said it like this. She said, "I don't have to do this." Yeah. She said, she I'm, I mean, she, she come back, she said flat out, I'm wealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll almost probably say, well, your husband already had some of the wealth, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, they did build it a lot of it also together because yeah. she works her butt off at, at whatever she does, you know, but she just happens to love wrestling. She takes it very seriously. She keeps herself in just ridiculous shape. I mean, she, yeah. she's has more abs than what I've ever had in my entire life, you know? Um, and you know, the fact that she's 30 and oh, I mean, and eventually, you know, she will uh, lose, you know, she will lose a match. Yeah, but, she's got to lose, but I don't know to who. I mean, she's she's beaten just about everybody. I mean, there's a few yeah. she hasn't she hasn't faced yet, but and um, like I said, I mean, she's no, she is amazing in the ring. Yeah, um, yeah, it she gets has, better every single time yeah. you see her. She's just improving, and that, uh, that speaks volumes for the work that she's putting in, and it speaks volumes for the opportunity that AEW is giving her. Yep. They say, apparently they saw something in her as like, we're going to run with this. She has an absolutely fantastic look. Mm-hmm. Um, tall, muscular, but mm-hmm. not not manly muscular. If that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, not not bodybuilder muscular, but right. Just, She's, she's lean. Cut. She's lean. She's cut. Yeah, she's, exactly. Yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, they could easily make her also the face of the women's division. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. even though right now, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, which is a shoot title. Yeah. You know, she's, <laughs> yeah, she's got that on lockdown, you know, yeah. and I don't, I don't see that leaving anytime soon. I don't either. Another thing Becky Lynch said was that um, she doesn't think, uh, she said, I don't think that they are, AEW's women's division are represented the way we are. They don't get as much time as we get, and frankly, they're not as good as we are. Again, completely false. Because honestly, yeah. if you're not in the if you're not in the main event title picture, then WWE's women's divisions don't get time. Right now, they do. They get more. I, sadly, they get more time in developmental than they do on the main roster. Uh, but like your average women's match in WWE, if you take out the entrances, is three four minutes, if that. I oh, mean, at, the <clears throat> what was it called? Not not the, Queen of the Ring. The Queen's Crown. Queen's Crown. Yes. Yeah. That's should a have just called it. That. Should have just called it Queen of the Ring. Yeah, because the yeah. entire tournament lasted less than ten minutes, and that included the finals. I mean, I was I was actually going to say fifteen, but I think you're yeah. I think you're yeah I th- you're. I, th- I think it lasted. Been. I think it lasted about. I think the whole tournament lasted about ten minutes because I think each match only got like a minute and a half or so. Which like was, I said, exclu- it, excluding entrances. It's like here, go, go, just here you yeah. go. We'll give you what you want now. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> and just this past week, there was no women's match at all on SmackDown. There was. Mm two interview segments there was two promo segments uh the women's tag champions naomi and sasha banks right had a little promo thing with uh Natalia I didn't, I didn't and even, Shayna you know, baszler 
I actually watched SmackDown. I didn't even catch mm-hmm. there was no actual women's matches. Yep. And then they um, had the contract sh- signing with uh, Rousey and Flair, which is just a very I, I, outdated. That's a very outdated concept because in this day uh, and age, everybody knows that the contract's already been signed before you know before the match was even announced. So the the legitimate you know contract. So it's like. Nobody, it's it's no longer special. It's yeah, it's no longer special when you do a contract signing like every other title match. <coughs> and and of course that also that same SmackDown and this wasn't a um, obviously, well obviously it wasn't a women's match when they had the lumberjack match, Sami Zayn and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, which you know you're not supposed to get counted out in a lumberjack match, but somehow Sami Zayn still got counted out in a lumberjack match. Yeah. And because, and of course, the way the WWE has been doing it, they have a lumberjack or a lumberjill match, either one. The match always ends with all the lumberjacks having like a mini battle royal outside the ring, and they somehow make their way to the entrance ramp, and somebody flies over the top and lands on all of them. Yep. They make their way to the entrance ramp, or they make their way in a bundle near the timekeeper's table so somebody yes. can jump over. The, tur- and, the turnbuckle. And, and there's always somebody do- doing like this or fighting going, are they going to jump yet? Are they jumping yeah, they're, or, or they're standing like this. Like this. Huddled. <laughs> and it's like looking like, are they coming? Are they yeah. coming? And it's like. You know, and it's kind of like, you know, when you're when your kid's like, you know, two and they're like standing on a couch and you're going, come mm-hmm. on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, yeah. they're going to jump. I mean, that's. Oh, but, you know, so the women's division WWE, yes, they have some big names. Okay, the name Absolutely. Flair. I yeah, mean, the name Flair is always going to be big. Becky Lynch, yeah. I mean, she's proven herself. Yeah. Um, Bianca Belair is, you know, way beyond her years in the ring. I mean, she's mm-hmm. she's had so many accomplishments that most people don't get until they've got at least five more years down the road. Right. But, but she's earned every single one of the things that she's got. Uh, and of course, you have Sasha. Same thing. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. I want Bailey to come back at some point, not too soon, because I also don't want her to get re-injured. Yeah, Oscar just came back. Yep. Heard about that? Uh, um, trying to think. Um, Na- I mean, Naomi's good. Alexa Bliss yep. is good if they would let her, yes, uh, not do the pseudo fiend gimmick and just let her do what she's good at. When let she her- was the best heel in the company, not female heel, the best heel. Yes. I, yeah. I mean, and because as small as what she is, and mm-hmm. she was Fury is what they call it. Fury. Yep. And her twisted Bliss finishing move. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way she does it, you're like, okay, you know, and I like that move so much. This was on 2K18, I believe, the mm-hmm. 2K17, one of them. You know, you could build your own wrestler, use under Yeah, my finishing move was that. <laughs> you know, so I love that move. And yeah. I mean, she's not the first person I saw do it. The first person I remember <clears> seeing <throat> do it was actually uh, Too Cold Scorpio. Mm-hmm. You know, because he was the first one that did the, the 450 or whatever. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, but then he also did that. You know, whatever I don't know what they called it. You know, of course now they call it the Twisted Bliss because of yeah, of, um, Alexa. Hey, it, it's it's all in another room. I can say oh, it. I I said it and mine went off, but it didn't. The 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 blue light came ring. on, <laughs> but it didn't do anything. So, uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, I mean they have a the problem with WWE is not the roster that they have; it's how they use that roster exactly is the issue because if you're not one of the four horsemen women, you know, Becky, Sasha, Charlotte, Bailey, right now, Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. 
uh, to an extent, Naomi, because Naomi is a champion right now. But they don't really focus on the tag titles like they should. So if you're not one of the four horsewomen or Bianca Belair, they don't really do anything with you. Rhea Ripley even said it in a in an interview on Raw. She said, because they were trying to find out why she had turned on Liv Morgan, and she said, when I came to Raw, I, want, I beat Asuka for the, the Raw women's title by myself. Then I get thrown into the tag team division and with partners that have just pulled me down. I know that's kind of storyline-wise, right, but, but she's absolutely right. Rhea Ripley should be up there with Bianca Belair building those two as the face of your women's division. Rhea Ripley's only 25 years old. And and look at what she look at look how talented she is. Everything. I mean, she has everything down. Mike skills. Her look Mm -hmm. alone screams star. Mm -hmm. They always talk about, you know. We build new stars. No, actually, WWE has gotten to the point where their stars are building themselves in spite of the machine. Mm-hmm. Because Rhea Ripley, everything about her screams stars, from her presence, the way she carries herself, her look, her in-ring skills, everything. She should be pushed to the moon. And yet, we're still, we're still keeping the SmackDown Women's title on Charlotte. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. I will give them credit on Bianca Belair is the Raw Women's Champion. So it is someone new. They got they finally got the belt off Becky. Becky's moved on to like a like a uh, it's going to be a small feud with Asuka from what I understand. Um, but it's just usually that top echelon, and then everybody else is lost by the wayside. Like where's Dewdrop? I haven't seen Dewdrop. Yes, since, haven't seen Dewdrop since. Uh, I was thinking Elimination Chamber. Um, but it was. A, no. I think it was the night after. I think it was the night after Elimination Chamber. I think she wrestled Bianca Belair in like a contenders match, and Bianca beat her, and then haven't haven't seen her since. Which I follow her on Twitter, but I hadn't seen much uh, activity from her on Twitter either. But Dewdrop deserves much better than what they've gave her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she's a she's a great heel. She's great in the ring. She has presence, mic skills, you know, everything. Uh, it's just I know how WWE is, and they're not going to make her the face of the the face of the division because of her size. Nope, because Vince McMahon is he. Because if but, you're not if you're not petite, then he's not doing it. Right, and. And even though Charlotte, I mean, well, it's kind of hard to call somebody who's, uh, you know, a woman who's five foot 11, you know, petite, yeah. you know, but at the same time, I mean, she, but has, she has a thinner frame. She has a thinner frame. Like, like Dewdrop is a plus size, plus size woman. Absolutely nothing wrong with plus size women. I am a fan of plus size women. <laughs> but Vince McMahon is not going to push Dewdrop because he doesn't push people by their talent. That's not yeah. how, he, especially in his women's division. His women's division, you do not get pushed by your talent. You get pushed by your looks, your marketability. Yep. But if it's, and that's fine for casual fans, but if you're a diehard wrestling fan and, oh, well, this person looks great. Say Rhea Ripley with her look, she looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. But she gets in the ring and can't run the ropes. 
then why am I paying to watch this? And it, sometimes it takes the other wrestlers to go to Vince and say, look, they, they, they can't, they're not cutting they, it. They don't have it. Because what, what was his but name? Nathan, Nathan Jones. Was he the one that yes. they were going to push to the moon? And then Taker was like, he ain't, um, got, it. He ain't got it. You know, he, no. he might he have had, it sometime, but he don't have it right now. Yeah, he had the look and the presence, but he didn't have the skills. Like, he, right. they, they said he could barely run the ropes, much less and, anything else. But uh, but AEW, you've got, and that's the thing, too, with the WWE Women's Division, with Becky's comment about how they don't get as much time, which I feel AEW's Women's Division, I feel their matches get more time and more attention mm-hmm. all throughout the card, not just the champions or the, the upper echelons of the main event. I also feel like AEW has women who have traveled the world, who are still continuing to travel the world. Yes. Because that's the good thing about AEW is because they rotate people. They have rankings, and they actually follow those rankings. Like right yes. now, Serena Deeb is the number one ranked female, according to the rankings in AEW. She just beat... Uh, Hikura Shida in a Philly street fight last night on Dynamite. So I'm pretty sure sooner or later, they even had Thunder Rosa backstage watching the match on the monitor. So probably they're going to lead into, that's probably going to be Thunder Rosa's next challenger because she beat Nyla Rose, who was the number one ranked woman in the rankings. And now Serena Deeb has moved up. And so wins and losses actually matter right. in AEW. Um, it's just the whole and like plus these women, you know, they wrestle on dark, dark elevation. They're also still wrestling on the independent scene. Yep. And Thunder Rosa, <clears throat> she actually runs her own company down in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because Big Mama and Riley Matthews, I know those are two of them at least that have actually gone to Texas and wrestled on mm-hmm. their shows. Um, I thought there were some more, I, I thought maybe Selena Dean had also, but I know she actually goes down to Memphis and, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's like Liberty championship or something. It, the name Liberty is in the name or the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The word Liberty is in the name. Um, but you know, for them to do that, I mean, that gives them other opportunities and so they're not bound by <coughs> the same kind of contracts Mm-hmm. But the WWE places everybody on where they say, okay, you're working for us. By the way, we have non-compete clauses. By the way, we also have, you're mm-hmm. not, com- because you belong to us. And it's like, wait a minute. If they're contractors, independent contractors, that means, yes, they're doing a service for you. They're not your employee. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that, that's what that's, I've never understood. That's how... been coming under fire in the past couple mm-hmm. of years. Yep. And they, I mean, and they are the only company that do that. Impact doesn't do that. AEW mm-hmm. doesn't do that. Ring of Honor didn't do that. You know, everybody was allowed to, I mean, it's like, here's your, here's your dates that you're going to work for us. But outside of those dates, if there's somewhere else you want to work, then you're free to go work there. Like um, Thunder Rosa was the, I believe it's Warrior Wrestling. Um, she relinquished the women's championship of that organization when 
she won the AEW Women's World Title, and Athena, former Ember Moon, won the vacant title. I think last week. And um, um, yeah, Thunder Rosa, Melissa Cervantes. That's her real name. Mm-hmm. That just sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Uh, oh, she's married with a kid too. Did you know that? I did not. Yep. So, uh, and speaking of having kids, um, nice to see Lacey Evans is back. Yeah, Lacey Evans is back. Yep. Yep. So, uh, because I, I, I'm glad Ric Flair was gone by the time. Yeah. Because that storyline was not that only was, was stupid, but it was tasteless. Yeah, it was very tasteless. And yeah. But yeah, Lacey Evans is back. Oscar's back. Uh, they're expecting Bailey back anytime soon. Um, trying to think who else. Now, if they would just craft the division better. Yep. Like, and really, like, Raw is. Raw has more of the focus on the women's division than SmackDown does. I mean, SmackDown's women's division is pretty much right now Ronda Rousey and uh, Charlotte Flair. You don't yeah, see... I'm guessing they don't want to take any attention away from them, so they don't want to have any of the other women. I mean, that's just my guess. I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying, I think it's what <laughs> you're it probably right, but it's like you know, you can have other. <coughs> Sorry, um, okay. allergies. And I got yeah. a my yard again tomorrow. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. have fun with that. The allergies kept me, you know, after my yard kept me at, from watching um, the NWF down in Covington, the Thunderdome mm-hmm. the other day, because I'd move my grass. I could just feel it, all that yeah. dust and everything. And it was just and my all, head. All just that started, pressure. Yeah. My head just started. Well, so, it's supposed I mean, to rain here Saturday, so I want to get it mowed tomorrow. I'm going to do it when I get off work so I don't, so I can do it while the ground's still dry. Yeah. yeah. Push mower riding. Push. Right. We've just a small little lot, so I'm just oh okay. I'm just under two acres, so yeah, I'm riding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. I'd be riding mm. too. Yeah, but um, yeah, but it's like again another difference. You can look at AEW and see they have other stories going on besides the championship stories. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got Thunder Rosa, who is pretty much waiting on her next challenger. You've got Jade Cargill, who just de- successfully defended her TBS championship, won her 30th match, still undefeated. But then you also have, you got Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter, who have been feuding. They're going to meet in the first round of the Owen Hart tournament that they're and, doing. And what's the basis of their feud also? Uh, the basis of their feud is both of them want to win that tournament and they want the other okay. one out of the way. And see, yeah. and that makes sense. Yeah. But and they're they're both Tony Storm is from Australia. Uh, Jamie Hayter is from England. They have both wrestled each other on the European wrestling scene. Okay. So they have history. And storyline wise, they don't like each other based on their past history of competing against each other. So they've just brought that into AEW. And it's like, like I said. They both want to win the the Owen Hart tournament, and so we're just going to see who the better woman is. Yep. Brit, plus, it brings Britt Baker in because Jamie Hayter is aligned with Britt Baker. Tony Storm is friends with Ruby Soho. They're going to have a tag team match on, I believe it's going to be on Dynamite this coming week. So all that ties in. You've always got Nyla Rose. You know, 
She's on, I think she's got a match coming up on Dark this coming week. Um, I think who else? Um, Maria Shafir, uh, who just lost to Jade Cargill, but she didn't look bad in defeat. I mean, she's got, you know, she's got good wrestling skills. She's got MMA background. Uh, they've got uh, a lot going on in their division. Oh, yeah. Did you mention the bunny? Uh, yep. The bunny, Ty mm-hmm. Conti, uh, Anna Jay from the Dark Order. It's pretty sad. I mean, because uh, I can look. I could, uh, oh, I can't really see it because the yeah. the background. But, I mean, I'm having to scroll through. like. Mm-hmm. And this is on the You've Wikipedia got, uh, page. I mean, because it's like Abaddon, Anna Jay, AQA, Britt Baker, The Bunny, Emma Sakuri, Hikaru Shida. Did I pronounce yeah. that right? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Jade Cargo, Jamie Hader, Kira Hogan, Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander, yeah. Yeah, I uh, mean, yeah. Uh, Layla Hurst, Mercedes Martinez, Nyla Rose, Paige Van Zandt, Penelope Ford, Rebel Red Velvet, Riho, Risoho, Serena Deeb, Tay Conti, Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm, and Yuka Suzuki. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of names. Yeah, and, and that uh, are all, that are that are rotated in and out to keep things fresh. Yes, and think about this. I know there's uh, there's a, a well, there's a, a few yeah. Japanese names on here, and of course, um, Thunder Rosa is Mexican, mm-hmm. like, like as in from Mexico, Mexican. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you said you mentioned uh, Tony Storms from Australia. Who's she going against? Is from England. Jamie, uh, Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader. Yep. Somebody was from Brazil. I cannot remember who it is. Ty Conti. Ty Conti. Yes, she's amazing. Also. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, and so they're they're representing <coughs> all these different countries around the world, and I and I know there's some I'm forgetting. Yeah, and uh, you get and you get all these different influences, you know, from different you know, from different styles of wrestling. Mm-hmm. You don't get that same homogenized version like you get in wwe because everybody when you go to wwe everybody has to adapt to the wwe style of wrestling and in AEW, it's like everybody brings their own type of wrestling in and incorporates it with someone else but they don't have to change how they wrestle exactly and you know and i one of the things i like doing it mercedes martinez i'm just thinking about the name itself is just screaming uh latino mm-hmm. no no she's from connecticut apparently <laughs> so she's from connecticut but she is she is she is latino descent though yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry i was just oh where's she from you know oh you get like, somewhere in south america no connecticut mm-hmm. um that yeah sorry that was just <laughs> that's a that one that one just kind of makes me laugh but there's got to be a canadian in there somewhere too yeah, <laughs> there's always a Canadian. Yeah, because I mean, you look at the WWE roster. Okay, you have you do have a crap ton of Americans. You have a, uh, one Australian that I can think of, and that's mm-hmm. um, 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 we were little just said her name, and I've already forgotten it because she just turned Rhea Ripley. Rhea yes. Ripley, yes. <clears throat> you have two Scottish women, you know, yep. Dewdrop Drop and Nikki Cross. Yep, uh, and of course Naomi. Nikki Cross is another one that's just disappeared. Just disappeared. I mean, they uh, actually she's pretty much been dropped into the twenty four seven scene. I saw her at mm. the. Uh, How do you go from you won money in the bank and then you turn around and cashed it in? It was the very next night, wasn't it? Yeah, she cashed in the next night, won yeah. the Raw Women's Title. 
She's been multiple-time women's tag team champion, and now she's been dropped in the 24-7 scene. Now, look, that, that's our truth belt. Yeah. Yeah, just, I mean, well, you know, if our truth retired today, they wouldn't rename that the R-Truth championship. <laughs> when he goes into the Hall of Fame, and like I said, when he goes into the Hall of Fame, yeah, he, he's going to take that belt with him. I mean. Well, it's fact, like Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke is the 24-7 champion. I, I feel like she's having fun with it, and that's great. Yeah. But it's like Dana Brooke could have done so much more than that. She had the potential to do more if they were just willing to put in the time and give her a little push. I mean, Dana Brooke, she is, like, legitimately extremely strong. Mm-hmm. Because she's a bodybuilder. I mean, you yeah. don't become a bodybuilder by not lifting, obviously. Right, exactly. You know, so there, there's some uh, legit toughness there. And – you know, for her to not be used properly, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying the 24 17 is bad. Don't get me wrong. You know, but it's, it's one of those things that all of a sudden you see everybody, I get, I do get tired of seeing the chase, you know, you got like 50 people that are. Well, yeah. And it's always people that it's like, like it's always lo- people they, that are stuck in catering yeah, because they don't have it. They don't, they don't have anything for them to do that. They just throw in there and it's like, Oh, chase the 24 seven champion. Yeah, so they're like lower mid card at best. Yeah, because that's where they have them. It's not that their talent level isn't higher. Yeah, yeah, that's just where they have them booked. And really, if you look at AEW, their women's division, you don't really have a lower. You don't really have a lower mid card. You have you have Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill, and then contenders. Yeah. I mean, and the contenders, I mean, it is, it would be kind of a pyramid in a way. Yeah, I mean, but. But the ones at the bottom are not untalented. I mean. Exactly. Those ones at the bottom are, they have a lot more talent than people in other companies, Mm -hmm. you know, who, and they may be higher in the food chain in those companies, but they wouldn't stand a can to the ones that are at the so-called bottom in AEW. Yep. So. <clears throat> oh, and right now I'm just kind of curious. I'm just kind of looking up where a lot of these are from because I like doing things like that because um, I've always consider myself kind of, I guess, like the armchair anthropologist. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I like, um, I like just kind of reading about you know and like talking to people and finding out where they're from mm-hmm. here because uh, and it's, it's somewhat off subject, I guess, but um, it doesn't matter, you know, especially if I'm talking to somebody face to face we may have had different backgrounds, but different, I mean, because I met people from all over the world, even though like on my Facebook, I mean, I got friends, you know, in different countries in Europe, I got, you know, a couple of friends in India and these are people that I've known like personally, it's not like mm-hmm. I met them through Facebook. I mean, I know, right. I, knew, I knew them when I was over in England, I have friends in Uganda, friends in Kenya, friends in South Africa, uh, not as many in Asia as much anymore because a lot of them mm-hmm. have actually moved to the States. It, that one's kind of weird, but, um, but to me, it's like, okay, if we're sitting across from each other, like physically, or we're shaking hands, our backgrounds are so different, but it also led us to this very exact same mm-hmm. point that we are right yep. here. Yep. And that's why I love list, you know, reading about people and, mm-hmm. and actually talking with them, just, you know, just we compare experiences and, and I, I just think it's great. That's why I like reading, okay, where are they from? Because mm-hmm. they are all in the same ring together. Yeah. All destinations yeah. led to right there. Yep. You know, uh, but. Anyway, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll get off the philosophical um, tangent for a second. 
Um, but AEW, I don't know why Becky would say that. You know, well, she says WD maybe ta- more. They have more talent. And it's not really showing right now. I mean, and, and then we it, know the potential. I mean, we know yeah, what they're we, capable of. Yeah, but like you said, it's not really. They're not really showing it because they're content with just pushing a handful of people and giving a handful of people opportunities, and but they're not building. They're not building. I mean, besides Bianca Belair which I feel like she's an exception to the rule, her, Rhea Ripley, but they're not building any new stars. Because, I mean, Sasha, Bailey, Becky, and Charlotte, you can't do this forever. Nope. Eventually, they're going to have to retire. I mean, not anytime soon. All of them are... They're, like, all, pretty, they're all pretty young. Yeah, ish. but you've got to build other stars. You've got to have other people, or otherwise it's going to be the same cycle to where you're just seeing the same matches over and over again. Yeah. <coughs> Does AEW, do they have a training center of any kind? I don't think they have an actual training center. I know they use dark and dark elevation a lot for that. And then I know Dustin Rhodes helps train a lot of the females and he has his own wrestling school. So okay. they may train there, but I know he's been working with, He's been working with a, a lot of the women. Uh, Daniel Bryan has been working with Jade Cargill. Uh, okay. So, I mean, just they've got they've got the foundation there with Dustin, you know, with Dustin Rhodes and Bryan Danielson. You know, you know, you've got legends like Dustin Rhodes has been doing this for five decades. God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because he started in the late 80s. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. He, you know, he's got 30, almost, I think almost 35 years in the business. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, Brian Danielson's been doing this for 20 plus years. Oh, uh, and of course, we, we mentioned Eddie King, Kingston. Yeah. You know, 20, thing. 20 oh. plus years. Uh, the, the Hardys have been in there mm-hmm. right around, well, not 30 yet, but close to 30. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had to think, I mean, because they were actually still in high school when they started. Yeah. Um, and because Jeff had to make up his mind, uh, football. Yeah. yeah. Union Pines High School, he had to choose football or professional mm-hmm. wrestling. The reason why it wasn't because of the, the potential for injury is because they thought because he was getting paid to wrestle. It would make oh, him ineligible. ineligible. Yeah. Yep. I mean, then, uh, yeah, we don't care if you get hurt, but you getting paid or what? Right. You need to, you need to tell me there, boy. <laughs> I mean, so. you've got, you've got, uh, John Moxley, who's probably been doing this a good 15 years. You've got yeah. Sting, who's been doing this as long I'm as also that, another as, one, five decades. Another one, five decades in, you know, um, and the minds that they have for pro wrestling in AEW. You've got William Regal, who is absolutely one of the most brilliant wrestling minds. The, mm-hmm. the little tidbits that you take away from William Regal being on commentary whenever, you know, the Blackpool Combat Club is in the ring. Just the little things that you just don't notice. Like he talks about making your opponent's eye, eyes water. He's like, yeah. He's like, if you get a little shot in above the bridge of the nose, it makes their eyes water. They can't see. 
They can't see any anything coming that you do. They can't they they can't get their bearings in the ring. Just little bitty things that you know, you, not everybody, not the casual fans, not going to pick up on. And I feel like that they've they've gutted WWE so much. They don't have that. Like they don't. I don't think they. Ha- I don't think Finley is in charge of the women's division anymore. He used to be the ones that trained them and everything. Right. And they just don't have someone teaching them those little nuances, like other companies do. And it's like because they're more concerned on the sizzle, as Jr. would say, and not yep. and not the steak. And you oh. know, you can be as flashy as you want. Perfect example. Becky Lynch came out on Raw, cut a promo about how she had hit rock bottom because she had lost the women's championship and all this, but she came out looking like a rock star. And it's like, you know, in her whole, you know, she came out in her one of her whole, you know, elaborate outfits. She, she comes out looking. If you're depressed like that, you need to come out looking like poor Corbin or whatever. Broke Corbin or what? What was it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's just simple little touches like that. She should have come out and just like t-shirt and jeans or t-shirt and leggings or, you know, not no makeup, just, you know, coming out, you know, head down and everything, cut your promo about how you hit rock bottom and you've got to climb your way back. Yep. Instead, you can't say that you've hit rock bottom when you come, when you come out dressed like you just left a runway a fashion runway you can't it doesn't make any sense you, there's nothing what well, rock bottom you hit the floor of your penthouse exactly that, that's not rock bottom yeah it's so it makes your you know it makes your promo nobody's believing what you're saying you know we all know it's scripted we all know that the promos you know in kayfabe or whatever but if you're going to try to draw people in then you've got to do it the right way and you can't tell me that you've hit rock bottom when you come out looking like a million bucks. You can't be dressed to the nines and then tell me, oh, my life is in shambles because I lost my championship. You know, right about the time I stopped watching a lot of NBA mm-hmm. is when mm-hmm. um, when they went on strike in 1998. And I can't remember who it was. And he was whining because they had to sell one of his Rolls Royces. And, at, yeah. you know, yeah. and at, at the time I was working <coughs> a part I was actually working more hours at the part-time job, but I was working part-time jobs to pay out the bills because I was in Maryland. Maryland's very expensive. Mm-hmm. And I also had um, an ex-wife who dropped a bunch of bills on me. And of course, me being military, they were going to come after me for you know, getting paid. Mm-hmm. But working all those jobs, I mean, averaging three hours of sleep a night. And here he yeah. is. I had to sell one of my Rolls Royces. I'm like, I'm, I'm done with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's when I, or it's, you know. Or it's like when you see an actor. And it's like, oh, I've hit money trouble, so I have to sell this this castle I bought in England. And it's like, oh, poor you. Exactly. And I'm like, <coughs> it's like, you ever had a point where you you weren't sure whether or not you're going to have enough money to pay your electric bill, and all of a sudden the lights start flickering? Or do I pay the electric bill, or do I buy food? Yeah. I don't have enough money for both. Right. And it's know. like, you know, or I know some people. I'm not going to say your names, um, but I've known some people who go. Let's play the lottery. Which bill do we pay this month? Mm-hmm. Yep. Or the people that, you know, both of us being diabetic, thankfully we are not in this situation, but there are people that are like, do I pay my bills? Do I pay my rent or mortgage? Or do I buy insulin this month? Right. I mean, you know, and people that's, are having, a, that's a real thing. People that's a are real having thing. To, 
decide whether or not do I buy my life-saving medicine or do I pay my rent or mortgage so I can have a roof over my head? Right. And those, I mean, it's like, what do you do? So when she's coming in going, oh, oh, poor me. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to come out across a barricade and I'm going to punch you next. Yeah. It's like, you know, especially if you're trying to reach the casual fan, because, you know, even the casual fan is going to be like, I mean, if they really think about it, they're going to be like, oh, so she's hit rock bottom because of losing her championship, but she looks like she comes out dressed like a model. It's like, I don't want to hear about your problems. <laughs> exactly. And uh, that, uh, and it's not a good look. I mean, and yes, like you said, I mean, I know it's all kayfabe. It's all scripted and it's all part of it, but if she's depressed to make her look, you know, about yeah. something like that and make her look the part. Well, you look just a simple thing like on AEW when Britt Baker lost the women's world title to Thunder Rosa. Just a tiny little detail. Britt Baker said since she wasn't the AEW women's world champion, champion, she was boycotting Dynamite until Dynamite was in her hometown of Pittsburgh. And she did not appear on any AEW programming until last week when they were in Pittsburgh. It's wow. just those little details. Uh, and that granted, that, 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 that's called, look, I need some rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because yeah, they got to give sure. their, they have to give their yeah. bodies rest. I mean, and she, she needed the rest. She does have her own, you know, her own dental practice and, you know, yeah. But it's just that small little detail as to why, why she wasn't on TV. It doesn't take a lot to establish a believable story and be like, the former champion's mad and throwing a fit and she's, she's boycotting the show until she's in her hometown where everybody's going to be cheering for her. Yep. And that's the way wrestling. Yeah. It's that's not, the way it's written. Yeah. If you know hard. they're going to be out <laughs> undertaker, prime example, 1994 at the 94 Royal rumble. Of course he went into the match, the casket match with the Yokozuna for the WWF at the time world title. Mm-hmm. And of course they had, you know, 37 heels come out there and, <laughs> and beat him like up. Heel, and, yeah, it's like every heel on the roster came and, out to beat him up. And not one face came out to help him. Yeah. You know, which I was like, I miss the old days, you know, with the you know, but, you know, they beat him up so bad, tossed him in the casket. And then, of course, that's when the lightning struck and he's, I will not rest. You know, and they had the little image and he didn't show back up until. Yeah. The under the underfaker match at SummerSlam. Yep. I mean, so you're talking January to probably about what July. So that's a good six months. Yeah, uh, actually, it was in August. He didn't come back until also oh, seven months. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because he had a lot of nagging injuries that he needed yep. to let heal up. I mean, they weren't big injuries, but there was enough. Just like, look, if he doesn't, you know, take a break, he's going to permanently hurt himself. Yeah. Well, that's like in uh, ECW. Uh, I think it was around, I think it was around 94. Tommy Dreamer had just, you know, started to get big in ECW. He was in a feud with the Sandman. Uh, they were feuding. Sandman always came out with a lit cigarette. That was his thing. Uh, well, it accidentally, the cigarette accidentally poked him in the eye and blinded him in that eye. Well, Tommy Dreamer had hit him with a kendo stick. At the same time. So the storyline was he was blind. So Sandman was not seen anywhere. He didn't leave his house. 
for like three months and then shows up on TV. Of course, you know, it comes out that it was a swerve and he jumps Tommy Dreamer and all this, but they committed to that and he was not seen in public anywhere, you know, in, in Philly until they were ready to do the next part of the story. He stayed in his house. His wife went and got anything he needed or whatever, but he stayed at home to sell the story. And it's like, WWE acts like we're just supposed to ignore all these details. And it's like, they never like people will disappear or reappear with no explanation. And like, at least with Oscar, they acknowledged that she had, you know, an injury that she was off for, because a lot of times people just show back up and it's like, Oh, well, it's like, it just, it doesn't take much. It just takes little tiny details to tell a good story or a believable reason why someone's not on TV. Bailey, she had a legitimate injury yep. during, during training. And guess what? Yeah. You get, yeah. You can get injured during training. I mean, mm-hmm. because you're training for your thing. And I, I've, I've actually, was it a meniscus tear or something? Like that? It was something that was yeah. like, Ooh. yeah. And that's not something that you just, you can't push to come back early. I mean, no, unless you're John Cena, but. Um, yeah, but he, I mean, he's, he's a freak. He's, he's, he's freaking nature. <laughs> exactly. You stole my words right there. I mean, who, who tears their pectoral muscle completely off the bone and four months later, they're back competing. And the Royal Rumble and Triple H is looking at him like, I think that look was real. You're like, I think it was too, because what nobody, are you, what? I, from what I understand, nobody knew he was there. They got him, they planned it all and got him in there and nobody knew he was coming back. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm at, yeah, we're going to have to look that up because that's, if that's the case, I mean, that's mm-hmm. even makes it even better. Um, well, it's like when the Hardys, came out at WrestleMania. Yeah. The New Day's reaction was real. Nobody knew the Hardys were there. They Man. snuck them in and kept everybody out of the loop so it would be a legitimate surprise when they came out. That's why when the New Day were freaking out when the music hit, Big E said he's like that was a legitimate reaction. We had no idea that's the team that was coming. We were just supposed to announce there was going to be a fourth team. He's like everybody thought it was going to be us. And then that music hit, and we were like, "Oh my god!" I need to learn how to play that song <laughs> on guitar and bass. <laughs> but oh, yeah. But I, so I feel that AEW, honestly, product-wise, has the better women's division. Just how their women are used mm-hmm. on a regular basis, the time that they're given to build their stories and everything. I don't feel like WWE's women's division. It's not bad. I'm not saying that because they have no, I mean, extremely they, talented women. Yeah. But they're not exactly. used, but they're not used well if you're not in the main event. If you're not in the championship scene, their women's division is not used very well. <clears throat> now, speaking of women's wrestling, and here's actually something I don't even think I've sent this to you yet. So this might be a surprise to you. So you may have want to have a Hardy Boys reaction. <laughs> and speaking of, oh, by the way, speaking of the New Day, I don't know if you can see them. I'll just go ahead. And uh, my son decided I needed ah, to have some company. I see for, that. Awesome. Uh, so they are sitting back here. They've been watching us the whole time. <laughs> um, let me put them kind of right there. But here, I'm actually going to share my screen, and I'm going to show you something this is for an event and i know you've actually shared stuff about the event 
Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, where's it at? Here we go. This is the event, the NWF and PGWA. By the way, PGWA stands for Professional Girl Wrestling Association. It is an all-women's wrestling event that's happening on May 28th. That's Memorial Day weekend. And you see who one of the official sponsors is, don't mm-hmm. you? That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yep. And, I mean, this is – I just uh, was able to send this to – all the information to her yesterday because if you look at the bottom – it has the new host. Yes. Uh, Spreaker.com. Yep. Yep. And uh, actually, I will. Um, my wife is also. Yeah, I won't show because she, you know, she may. Um, well, I don't have it on my computer. <laughs> uh, but, <clears throat> um, you know, so we're both sponsoring that show. And together, we, you know, you, you combine what we paid together, we're actually hitting like the highest level. So we're actually also going to be co-sponsoring one of the um, events. We're actually going to announce us as sponsoring this match. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, so uh, uh, also Justin told me yesterday at TNC, they're also sponsoring something. Awesome. Uh, I think he actually went the highest tier too, mm-hmm. but you know, so um, I'm going to have a banner made, you know, for it, like a, mm-hmm. like a three by five banner, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so we can actually hang on the table now, as far as what else I want to do at the table, I have no idea. <laughs> <because> <laughs> just talk to people. Uh, just tell them. Yeah. Much, because I don't exactly have like merch to sell right. to there. I mean, unless I were yeah. to go and actually have a, uh, a crap ton of t-shirts made up. But even that, I mean, you got to have money and then hopefully people would buy them. Yeah. But so you can make your money back. Yeah. You got to make the money back. So uh, I'm going to try to have some business cards made up for it. And people say that way they also don't forget us. And thinking about this, like getting down, um, let's say a list of people write down their email address. So I can actually send them the link for merch and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so by the way, it'd be a good time. If you were in the Cincinnati area, Memorial Day weekend, uh, I would recommend you going. It's going to be at the VFW hall in Cincinnati. Uh, and should be a great time because I mean, you th- I know some of the re- women are going to be there. Big Mama's going to be there. Selena Dean's going to be there. Ryder Matthews is going to be. I mean, these are the people I know from the NWF. Some of the yeah. other, uh, I know um, Savannah Sweet's going to be there. Yep, Savannah yeah. Sweet's going to be there. There's some other ones. Oh my lord, there's a name that is right there on the tip of my tongue. I'm probably going to have to go to the NWF Facebook because they've actually laid out some of the. Uh, some of the card itself, not just the names, but the actual matches. Let me see. What can I find? And um, <clears throat> like I told Justin, because uh, all my weekends here coming up are all very busy. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know if I'll be able to make it to any wrestling until that event. Until that event. Yep. Um, because let's see. This Saturday, they're going to be in Fairfield. We're going to be in Dayton helping my daughter move back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next Saturday, my daughter, we're having her uh, her birthday. We're actually going to going out to eat and doing things like that. And mm-hmm. my son and I uh, are more than likely are going to go to a Reds game that night. Okay. Yeah, they're giving away Joey Votto, uh, like Darth Vader bobbleheads. Uh, I did see that. I saw that on Twitter. They were giving up, they were going to be giving those away. Yep. Um, let's see. On the 14th. That's going to be actually be in Mount Orb. 
Tiny Tim, Alex Hayden in a cage. Mm -hmm. The next day is mine and my wife's anniversary. <laughs> She's already let it known. No wrestling. Yeah, anniversary wins. But I'm like, time. but it's Tiny Tim in a cage. But Tiny, you know, Tim Hall, uh, he goes to our church. And, she uh, does not care. <laughs> she does not care. I mean, uh, the next weekend, the 21st, um, let me see what is going on with them on the 21st. But I think actually, I think they're down in Ludlow on the 21st. And I'm not going to be able to make that one. I don't remember why, but I, there's something going on. I don't remember. But uh, so, yeah, it's just very, very busy. And then the 28th, of course, you know, we are going to be there for that one. Mm -hmm. because we're we're actually paying a sponsorship so you better believe we're going to be there right you know so uh so it's going to be missing a lot of wrestling <laughs> so mm -hmm. uh but i mean life goes on and i'm gonna miss uh, it, it it's going to be the first mount orb event that i've missed oh wow the, the sports complex is literally 10 minutes away from my house yeah and i'm gonna miss it They've got some. They've got a WWE house show, I think, in Cape Girardeau, um, toward the end of next month. I think no, that's in June. Evansville, okay. they, the, Evansville, Indiana. They have a house show toward the end of next month. I don't know if we're going to make that one or not. Uh, how far are, are you from Evansville? Two hours. Not, oh, that's bad. not bad. Yeah. No. I mean, um, the drive about, back. Drive back would kind of suck, but. Uh, yeah, if it let, we'd probably. Would. Yeah, we would. If we went, we would just make like a weekend of it and just, get, just a get a hotel. Yeah. yeah, we did that when Raw was in Columbus. It was the one I told you about. You know, Big Show and Braun Strowman broke the ring. Yeah, was that show uh, because Columbus is about two hours away, mm -hmm. and um, I think kids were on spring break, so um, we just stayed overnight and mm -hmm. went shopping in Columbus the next day. Where is the revolution? Why am I not seeing? Oh, there we go. <clears throat> um, I'm seeing a lot of faces, but I, I don't recognize Ella. Of course, is going to be there. Uh, Nikki Victory. There's some other ones that the main. I, you know, see, I'm going to have to. Uh, let's see. Okay, NWF and PG, PGWA Revolution Rising. And do they have any matches listed? Please don't you have some matches listed? You don't have any matches listed. Okay, I need um, to I'm trying to think. I saw one. I've, I've seen, yeah, I've seen them listed because there's one of the women is actually pretty well known outside of the is it, she's done stuff um outside of the indies. Mm -hmm. So um uh I'm getting, I'm going to guess Breezy is probably going to be also wrestling because she is listed as going at least. Um, uh, Riley Matthews is wrestling uh, Savannah Sweet. Okay. Uh, oh, they've been, they have been going at it here recently. I mean, they've, um, because both of them are, are young and up and coming like the future stars. Mm -hmm. And uh, Savannah, she's still um, really, really new. You know, she's only had just a handful of matches, and, I, and most of her matches have been against Riley. And she looks pretty good, though. From oh, the she does. I've seen. Yep. Uh, yeah, she looks really good because I saw her down in Covington the last time I was in Covington, and yeah, she did really good. And 
Uh, there's another one. If you see the name Jack Storm, I think. Then it's name. Another female. She's uh, another female wrestler. She's <clears throat> really new. Uh, she is actually. Noah was telling me the other day. He said she's army. And now I don't know. She might be reserves or guards still. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she's actually wrestling a name like Jack Storm because I'm I actually looked up the name and it's actually like a comic book name as well. Okay. You know, so yeah, so she, I mean, it's a pretty hard hitting name. I like it. So, but in fact, yeah, I actually just got her on Facebook too. So under her uh, her actual real name. Actually, I take that back. Uh, Savannah Sweet's not wrestling Riley Matthews. She is in a tag team match with uh, Selena Dean. Her, Selena Dean and Savannah Sweet are wrestling Thunder Kitty and Ari Alexander. Okay, so they... I, I already like how they're shaping it up already. NWF and PGWA together in matches and not mm-hmm. separate. Yeah. You know, so that yeah. makes for a, a much better card. So Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, if you're in Cincinnati area Memorial Day, go, go watch that. Uh, it should be a really good time. And like I said, obviously, I'm going to be there, you know, and so is my wife and probably both yeah. my kids. Um, you know, so I cannot think of anything else. I mean, we stay our peace. We think the AEW women's mm-hmm. roster is yep. definitely deeper. Yeah. And just for, ma- all our, for all our listeners and watchers, support women's wrestling. Women's wrestling is... In my opinion, it is bigger and hotter than it's ever been. Yes, uh, not Absolutely. just on the not just on the mainstream level, but especially on the independent level. Support independent wrestling. Support women's wrestling. Yep, and you think about how far women's wrestling has come, even since when we first started watching wrestling. Period. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, they'd have a woman's match like a mid-Atlantic, you know, for example, and you go, huh. Yeah. All right. And then you hear, oh, there's this old lady named Fabulous Moolah because she was old even back in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying that'd be mean, but yeah, she was. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, she's held the women's title for 27 years. And I'm like mm-hmm. doing the math going, since the 50s? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, she did. I mean, she had a stranglehold of that thing. And then like, oh, but there's this other woman named Wendy Richter who beat her mm-hmm. for it. Yep. And but then Lilani Kai beat her. Did she beat Wendy Richter beat her again at WrestleMania one, just WrestleMania is what they called it. Mm-hmm. And you rarely had any kind of women's matches Mm-mm. outside of that. Uh, even when Alundra blaze, it got to the point where they just didn't have anyone. So she was wrestling men. Yeah. She's wrestling men. And the only woman that she wrestled was either uh Bertha Faye or uh, Bull Nakano. Bull Nakano. Yep. And and oddly enough, Lilani Kai actually made a reappearance at WrestleMania 10, mm-hmm. you know, against yeah. Alundra Blaze. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but because there were so few <coughs> women, they really didn't have a buildup. It was just like, here, you're both women. Get in there and wrestle. Yeah. And now they've got all women cards, like what I just showed that mm-hmm. they, this podcast is sponsoring that. You have all women's organizations, like one of the PGWA. That's a all women's association. Mm-hmm. The yep. one uh, Thunder Rosa runs down in Texas. It's yeah. all women. And there's other ones sprinkled here and there across the country, like the one out in Memphis, I believe, that I was talking about Selena Dingle and wrestling for. I'll have to ask her about that one. 
Mm -hmm. I know the more details about it just to make sure I'm not full of crap. And because nobody actually full of crap. But, <laughs> but I believe that one uh, is all women. There's another in North Carolina that is all women. And, you know, and you watch these women because we, we said this long before. This is back when we were talking about starting a podcast. Mm -hmm. And we're like, the women are just as brutal, if not more brutal, than yeah. what the men are. Yeah. There and, was a... Um... There was a street fight in AEW. It was the Bunny and Penelope Ford. Uh, I think it was on an episode of, I think it was Rampage. Um, they were fighting Anna Jay and Ty Conti. That was a very brutal street fight. And I mean, they're covered in blood. And everything. I mean, they were just and women fight just as hard as the men do. Mm -hmm. Um, well, but then again, think about this. When we were in high school, mm -hmm. you saw two fights happening, one between boys and one between girls. Which one would you be more willing to break up? The guys. I'm not yes. breaking up a women's fight. No, That's you're not. <laughs> no, because not. you're about you're about to get beat up by both of them. Exactly. Exactly. And then they'll go back to beating each other up. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, our Spanish teacher had said that before. He's like, I don't break <laughs> up a fight. He's like, Mr. Faulkner said, I don't break up a fight between two women. I let them fight, and then I take them to the office. I'm not getting beat up by two women. He's yeah. like, because that's what's going <laughs> to happen. He's like, you know, the guys, they you can separate them, you know, because they're just hot-headed, and they'll just, yeah. you know, right. He's like, if women are gotten to the point where they're going to fight, get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Let them handle their business and then deal with it. Uh, and then, of course, you know, there was also that fight that happened our junior year right in the middle of lunch. And I had literally just walked away and everybody's talking about it. I, I was mad because I walked, I had already walked away. Yeah. You know what happened? Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> somebody's shirt came up and she didn't have anything underneath. And, uh huh. Yeah. Uh, and when you're in high school, those things are kind of important. You yeah. know, you think, you know, yeah. at the time, a little bit. A little bit so. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so we will we'll return on Monday, like Dwayne yep. said, go support indie wrestling. You know, we watch all wrestling, but if you have a show, everybody's got a show close to them. Mm -hmm. Just look it up. I mean, and when I say, or at least relatively close, I get it. Some people just live out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I get that, you know, cause I've lived out in the middle of nowhere. You know, I, yeah. I think West Paducah, I mean, is not exactly metropolis. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I think the closest that wrestling will come to you might might be Murray, might be Paducah uh, itself. Maybe, um, yeah. Really, nowadays, probably going to Paris, Tennessee, actually is probably the closest. That's where, yeah, uh, yeah. That's um, where uh, Devin wrestles. I was going to say I, I couldn't remember if it was Devin or Mims. That's mm -hmm. it. I was thinking Devin, but yeah, I was glad you verified that. So yeah. I was like. But if I say Mims, I'm probably wrong, and I don't want to be wrong in front of Mims because I already feel stupid when I talk to him. <laughs> Mims, yeah, Mims is out of uh, Clarksville. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God, they, and find out they uh, they also call him the Walking Thesaurus. I'm like, okay, now I don't feel bad because mm -hmm. I'm like, I had to look up like every word he said because I didn't know any of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna so. I'm gonna try to catch an NWA show the next time they're in Oak okay. Grove. So. Uh, yeah, definitely. If you if you're able to, you yeah, tell Mims I said hi. I will. And, um, and our friend is actually going to be down there. Um, or not? Tomorrow, I think next weekend. 
our friend from Mississippi. Really? Yeah, because okay. his, his niece is graduating from Austin P. Oh, okay. okay. You want to feel? You want to feel old? <laughs> Think about that statement I just said. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, there's no pay-per-views really this weekend to speak mm-hmm. of that I can think of. So, but we will always try to find some wrestling news. If we don't find any like current news, we can always find a subject that we can talk about. Yep. And just, <coughs> just please hope and pray for me that my work kind of calms down some, Yeah. you know, just, there's just so much stuff going on right now. I mean, it's, you know, not really anybody's fault. And I know you were talking about how busy your day was today too. So, mm-hmm. um, but We'll figure out something because this weekend is going to be a little busy for me. And, but we always find a way to talk about the rest. Oh yeah. 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 We can always, we can arm your book just about anything. So (laughs) absolutely. So, but until Monday, God bless. All right. God bless.